Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This summer, when you're on the go, stay connected to what matters most with access to over 3 million Cox Wi Fi hotspots. Learn more at Cox.com. Ask Ashley the podcast is sponsored by Cox. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fighting. Clock! A camel turn Episode 30, season 8 of the Fighting Cock Podcast. The Damn Drember, Buddy. Hello. And Ricky. Yeah! Who are both at the fucking demolishment, the rape, some might say. <laughs> Not some might say. Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. What a fucking. Oh, I mean, come on, boys. I mean that it's you know we've been starved of moments like this. We've yeah. been starved of the moments of like beating Arsenal five one at Wild Lane, 
just smashing. This was one of those days, wasn't it? Yeah. Where the minute it kicked off, no problem. It, it was um, it was White Hart Lane. It was White Hart Lane Spurs at Wembley. Yeah, I, I, I forgot I was at Wembley. It was that good. It, it, it was just peak Pochettino's team, and it was it was brilliant. I I put it easily in my top ten Spurs moments of my life. So you're both at the game, Rick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. From, uh, from, from like from from uh, from kickoff, we, we were just at them, and and it was kind of like in these games, like you know, uh, for against Barcelona. Against Real Madrid, against whoever you, you've you've got to be there from from the get go, from the from the first whistle. Up your asses. And we were just yeah, we 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 were just like pressured them, wouldn't allow them to do anything. Complete suffocation, and it was from, from like the first five minutes. I think uh, you could tell that that we were gonna that we were gonna win, but I didn't know it was gonna be as as convincing as that. Like the first five minutes, I think um, I can't remember who put the ball through, but uh, Ali ran onto it and he nearly got a toe onto it, and the keeper came out. Yeah. Um, and then there was another another kind of half chance where um, I can't remember who crossed it, but it looked like Kane had headed it, and I think it came off one of their defenders, and the keeper caught it. Yeah. But it, it's it's those initial kind of like in the first five minutes. It wasn't like let's sit back and suss out what they're doing and they'll suss out what we're doing and like normally in London derbies it's it's a really kind of like it was straight up just take yeah. the dick yeah yeah like, was, there's yeah, nothing yeah. you can do about this yeah this dick's coming your way yeah and you've got to either take it in the mouth or the arse yeah and, that, exactly and, and they took it in both the mouth yeah, and yeah. the arse <laughs> Jorginho I think he misplaced like 15 passes in the first 25 minutes this is a guy that I thought he was supposed to be the bollocks this is the yeah. guy this is a guy that made like a he's a fucking fraud he can fuck off back to Brazil <laughs> hold on absolute <laughs> fraud hold on he's Italian no he's not he's, he's Brazilian now he can fuck off <laughs> Uh, it was it was that though it was the fucking tenacity and the and, and the, it was it, it was tenacity mixed with quality football as well because I like I know Chelsea have been a little bit dubious at the back I saw them against Arsenal earlier on in the season I've seen them in other games where they they have been relatively easy to open up but they haven't lost the game this season and that 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 can't be over, underestimated enough is that right yeah over, it can't be overstated yeah. enough yeah. right. It, it, they've not lost the game this season under Surrey. And I know some people have been critical about This is what fucks me off, right? We we smashed Chelsea in the way we did. And people are like, well... They find reasons and explanations are, are for Ch- it. Are Chelsea that good? Well, they're fucking unbeaten. Yeah, yeah they're, right, they're, they're that good. Yeah, Until exactly. they face us. Now they're not so good. Because yeah. that's what fucking happens. <laughs> Everybody's talking about Sari Ball and this new amazing style of football. Pochettino just came in and took a big fucking shit on it. Just ripped it to shreds. So, uh, Pochettino came out afterwards and downplayed his role in that, which I love. I fucking love. He downplayed his role in the complete tactical masterclass that was Saturday and said it was all about passion and hunger. And that does two things. One, that, that, takes, that, that, that makes him look humble. It makes the it gives the credit to his players, and it also says this is about more than my uh, rise as a, a as a manager and my the accolades that come with a result like that. And I just thought it was perfectly played because obviously it was much more than just a bit of passion. And um, on the flip side of it, uh, Delhi's interview and Ben Davies' interview both said it was down to Potter's tactics. Did they? they said Did they? that they'd been working on it, and then on the Friday, uh, especially Delhi was saying uh, we knew what to do, we knew how to, uh, uh, like what we were instructed, and if you carry out your role and what you're told to do, 
then uh, we knew how to expose them. And um, I can't remember who it was saying that was saying that, that they know that um, that uh, Jorginho or whatever his name Jorginho. is, Jorginho. What the fuck, Jorginho? <laughs> whatever. I don't fucking know his name. <laughs> I mean, that's, Jorginho. That, whatever. You couldn't get it more wrong. <laughs> Go on, Give me another try. Go on, then. <laughs> Jorginho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, just knowing that that's where their outlet is and that's who's, who puts their passes together and controls their midfield. And if you were to uh, put him under pressure and not give him that time and Delhi was around him all the time and just uh, uh, really hurried him into his passing and decision-making and he was completely off his game. Bardi, you talked about Delhi Ali and about how, how good of uh, a performance that was. Yeah. Like, what, what was that about? What did you see in him in that he, game? He was so clever. I mean, sometimes people say all he does is score goals, but he followed his instructions. He... He was amazing without the ball and he was brilliant with it. And he just, he's just so fucking clever, man. So what we did, what we actually did is it, we choked them in midfield. Like they, if, if you look, I hate to go extra inch, right? I really do, right? But if you look at our average position, our four midfielders or five midfielders, if you include the wide man up front, um, they, were, they were so narrow, which gave Chelsea absolutely no chance on the ball. It was almost like they, they, Pochettino looked at how Everton, how well Everton did mm. against Chelsea, and, and thought, "All right, well, that's the way to nullify them." And we have much better players up front than, than Everton do, so we'll be able to make them pay. In midfield, bearing in mind this is a midfield that, that includes Eric Dyer, which is fine, you know, it's his natural position, and Sissoko's natural position. I mean, some might say Sissoko's natural position isn't on a football pitch, <laughs> but that would be harsh given his, his performance. And and would you take anything away from from Sissoko? If you just said like he's thirty million pound player, he, he was it's a bargain. Thirty million pound is a bargain. He was everywhere. He but, was he was like Dembele. But just to, just finish my point. Is, is Sissoko was the embodiment of that tactic. Yeah, he was beautiful. I think the whole thing is Poch definitely downplayed it because that whole team is him. Um, Aurier playing that well, Sissoko, Foyth, um, Son like being rejuvenated. I, that was pure um, Pochettino. And the way we just nullified the Hazard-Alonso kind of threat down the left and then punished them down the other side, it was brilliant. Man. So when, when, when it started, because our, our bench was stronger than our, our first team. And if you look at the kind of seven players on there, that was a strong bench. Yeah. Um, Foyth started again. Yeah. And like I, I get he's played well. I looked at it and I was like, oh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, <laughs> he played. He played on the right hand side, out of air on the left. Who, who hasn't been massively convincing on that left hand side? Um, but fourth, the penalty aside, which was a stonewall against Eden Hazard at one all, at one one nil. Yeah, that should have been given. In the ground, it didn't look like a penalty. What, what, okay. From where I was, I knew it was a penalty. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. I then looked at my dad. And then when I when the, I saw the ref say no penalty, I looked at him, and then we were both like, Fuck, "That <laughs> yeah, was lucky." That, it was lucky because it was it was a stonewall penalty. But I uh, Eden Hazard and um, uh, Alonso said after the game that even if we were given that penalty, it wouldn't matter. Tottenham battered us all, all all game, which I was like, firstly, one of you killed a girl, so you shouldn't be speaking. <laughs> Secondly, uh, Eden Hazard like. Like ram that down your fucking throat because you were one of the cunts yeah. who said that they would rather Leicester win the league than us. So this is a little bit of uh, just desserts for you. But um, yeah, Foy, Foy, apart from that, that that penalty, Foyth was very assured. And I think 
I think people's ideas of a centre back is one that kind of you know Richard Goff, Michael Dawson, uh, Wes Morgan, Richard Oof. You know that's a centre back. <laughs> You're just back. calling up big hefty centre backs. Well, my point is, is that there's there was a day, but that, that's long gone in football where getting your nuts on the ball is all you had to do. It's transformed completely. Football's played out from the back now. Whether you like it or not, whether you think it's silly to do it, everyone's doing that. Any top team in Europe plays out from the back. And Foyth, despite his very prepubescent frame, is almost the next stage of centre defend centre back de- defenders. If you look at Delit, uh, um, uh, Ajax, Delit, sorry, Delit, uh, Ajax, you know he plays football from the back. Yeah, he's very good. He's not. Where's Morgan? <laughs> I mean, and, and, and Foyth may be the future of our, of our defence. But there's a goalkeeper in Germany, have you seen this, who plays virtually centre-back when his team has possession. He plays in the middle of a back three. And no, he don't. I'll find, the, I'll find his name, you can watch it. It's fucking incredible. He plays the what, game. And how involved is it? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> he's involved. He's 15 yards outside his box. You can see him at some points, he starts to shit himself and he starts to run back a bit. Is he? Is but he, he's got balls the size he, of water. Uh, uh, have there been any major errors in his performance? Not that I've seen yet, but it's fucking incredible. Check like it. it. I'll find it and we can tweet. It's amazing. I, th- I think we like you absolutely spot on about, um, especially for kind of like uh, people like myself. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I watch football, but kind of like the 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 real kind of finer details of tactics and stuff like that. I kind of uh, they pass me by, and when you think back to. Uh, a centre back, uh, like the last five years, eight years, it is that big, strong, strapping lad, stick his head on a fucking kettlebell that gets thrown over, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, exactly like like doors. And now you are seeing that you're expected to play uh, with your feet. You're expected to be uh, confident and composed. And if you get the ball uh, short, you're not supposed to just clear it down the lines and fucking welly it. You kind of you have to look around. Yeah, he's so composed position. on the ball. Yeah, and you've got to be composed. And he looked very. He's very confident, and he's passing as well. It's not like a timid, just little scuff to the nearest yeah. person. He he's he's very like direct in his passing. He comes from a uh, an environment or an upbringing or an idea about football that it's okay for centre backs to make defense, uh, make make mistakes, but you have to remain calm on the ball at all times because to play football out from the back, you have to be so calm and accept that mistakes will come. Yeah, there was the bit when he knocked over Hazard. He could have just lumped it away. I don't know if you've seen the clip, but mm. he just kind of does a nice little pass. Yeah, but, after after the uh, the penalty, of course. Yeah, but there's one... I know Ricky said he's not interested in tactics, but I think Ricky should explain his tactic of looking after a beer going into Wembley. It's the greatest, yeah, I've heard about this. greatest <laughs> tactical <laughs> manoeuvre I've ever seen. What's going on? Well, no, it was because uh, uh, there's nowhere to drink around Wembley. No, shit. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, I, I met Bardi uh, and uh, Alex from Bristol uh, and his old man, George, who is a, a lovely, lovely man. At, at half-time, we haven't got Wendy's update. We've got a, um, we've got a, a kind of little segment of, from Alex and his dad's trip to, to London, uh, George who um, 
he's not a Spurs fan, he's a Bristol Rovers fan. I'd, forgive me if that's wrong with my Bristol Rovers, Bristol City. Look, you, it's a lower league club, I don't give a fuck about him. You, George, they can go out of business, I wouldn't give a fuck. But but he, he come down with with, with his, uh, his son Alex to, to watch this game and, and witness it, and you'd be able to hear some of their experiences in half-time, Gormick. So, yeah, so I defer, so we were drinking outside Block M, <laughs> outside Wembley, we all had our cans on us. And then... Um, I had a couple of cans left over, and uh, I was like, I ain't fucking throwing these away. So I kind of saw, I saw this little metal fence that goes around Wembley, and eyed up a little uh, little divot around it, and I managed to stack a couple of beers around the corner, uh, hopefully that no one would see it. And then as I came out, there's crowds everywhere. I was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> thanks. And they were just like looking, I say, why is he going over to that fence? Yeah. Grab my beer, innit? <laughs> nicely Grab my chilled. beer, nicely chilled, <laughs> hidden. I bet you're running over to the fence like an illegal immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe they're still there. I know. Brilliant. What? I mean, um, what? They cost you four quid. Why? Why are you? Did you want one on the way home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always get one on the way home. Yeah. You, you were spangoed at half time because we on the recording. If you listen at half time. An interview with well, Alex is talking to Ricky and Bardi, and both of them are absolutely plastered. <laughs> After the game, you were fucked with anybody. Yeah, what did you get up to? <laughs> ended up in a pub, in a dodgy pub. You were with T- T's mate, uh, Anthony, weren't he? Yeah. He'd had a, he'd had a couple. <laughs> Everyone had had a couple. I don't think I haven't been that drunk at football for a long time. It was beautiful. And, and why not celebrate? Why not celebrate that way? Uh, so, uh, let's talk about. I mean, we could talk about everything. Like the Deli Alley's flick header against, what, a £70 million goalkeeper who kind of... Some people said he should have saved it, but it was tough. It was a great ball in. It, it was a, like Ericsson's ball in, he, he whipped it in and he just got the glance off it. And if you have a look, that the keeper gets his tips to it. But it's too late. Uh, but it's too late. Yeah. It, like the, the kind of... Uh, the, the, the quick change in trajectory, uh, it's just too quick and goes straight through him. Um, and, like, for, for those types of headers... Uh, just getting enough on it to, to to redirect it and get a glance of it. It's, it's, it's difficult, especially when a ball's being slung in like that. Yeah, I mean, um, you weren't no no keeper was stopping that. It was, no, the no, ball no. the ball in from Ericsson yeah. was incredible, and Deli Ali has. I mean, there's a lot a lot been talking about him now, and and it's he's gone from his journey's interesting at Tottenham because he's gone from like quality young player with an attitude with a with, he can't keep his temper, temperament in check to performing for England to going through a barren spell and now to just he's levels above most footballers on that pitch he's, yeah. he's intellect he's, he's, he's pitch IQ I don't know if that's a real thing but pitch IQ he is now, he, he's now. Um, it, it's just he's he's special that kid yeah like the kind of world is his oyster to use a cliche um, the second goal of Kane I would say was Fortuitous? No, I think it, I think it was brilliant. Well, da- da- David Luiz like, I mean, flinched away like a proper like. Fair enough, but he took it so early, and you know it was. Was it, was it surprising a... when like what was it like the... when it was it pandemonium in the stand? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like was yeah. it screaming like high people pitch? rolling down the down the stairs, really? everybody on top of everybody else? It was great. So from where I was, I was like the way he's hit that and the way it's gone in, uh, the keeper was completely flat footed. So yeah. I, I thought, oh, it's, you know, it's an oggy or a huge deflection or something like that. Um, and then I watched it on the replay, and I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it, it was like almost he just 
uh, it was a hard pass into the yeah. side of the net, <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and no one done anything about it. It's fucking I mean, odd. But like, if you've, um, do you remember the goal he scored against Chelsea at White Hart Lane? Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, is that New Year's Day? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he kind of used the defender as a kind of shield, shield yeah. and then put it into the other corner. And He's a fucking genius. It's exactly what he did, and like used Luis as a shield. And put it there, but you'd expect Luis to kind of get a block on it. He's probably thought, oh, fuck it, the keeper's got it because he's quite far out and the keeper's completely flat footed. Bloods, are you buzzing? Are you oh, buzzing for the, <laughs> for the rest of the season? Are you buzzing? Like, the world, the, like we're not going to win the league because Man City are financially dopes and they're fucking scumbags, but this is it, isn't it? Yeah. We're going to a North London derby on fucking fire. Yeah. Let's still win the league, man. I mean, I'm, I don't get excited could, about stuff like this. Bardi just said it. We could fucking win the league. Let's, obviously, Dave never happened. Now let's start Bardi. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, because I don't want to blame. No, 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 no it, doesn't matter if we, it doesn't matter if we do or don't. But I want to know out there, whoever listened to us, let us know on, on Love, the Shirt, Love the Shirt's Twitter. Would you get Bardi, the word Bardi t- <laughs> tattooed on your body, anywhere you like, if we win the league? Um, like, going back to uh, like buzzing, like uh, as, as a Spurs fan, there's always that little bit kind of like when you tune it up, you think you've got to get, got to get that third. And in football, they say if you tune up, most important goal is the next one. Because if it goes 2 yeah, 1, yeah. the other team have the momentum. Yeah, yeah. If it goes 3 0, the game's dead. Yeah. And when Sun scored that goal, the yeah. way he did to put us 3 0 up. Yeah. The whole stadium fucking nearly fell over. There was yeah. beers. It was fucking insane. I don't know about you, in my era, beers were being loved. I don't know how the fuck they got them in. But it's like beers. last days of Rome. Anything goes, <laughs> man. It's fucking beautiful. So uh, he picked the ball up on the right-hand side with no right. I mean, he's... Delhi, uh, like, ball throughout down the line. It, it, was, it was a lovely ball. It was a lovely ball from Delhi. But in terms of XG, yeah. when he picked that ball up, it's like 0.1. 0.001 really miles away from goal so does that count as so the, the what, what we've actually I don't want to go into it because I'm yeah. just curious now but he gets the ball on the right hand side that that far that doesn't count as a quality chance right no. so it doesn't even register on this no so it's it's really good for Spurs because then you look we're outperforming we're scoring more goals and we're actually kind of creating creating alright so he's going down the wing and, and I, I, I I thought it was it Kovacic or Jorginho Georgie, who got right. roasted alright and it, and and I wasn't surprised that he roasted the defender because you've seen Sun do it all over. <laughs> all over. The thing that I couldn't get my head round was how fucking like David Luiz appeared and then he just disappeared. <laughs> it was just, it was within a second he was just like, oh no, fuck, he's gone. No, he's gone. <laughs> Go on, son. Go on, son. He's in. It was. What the fuck was he playing at? He's a world class centre back apparently. Yeah, well, it's, uh, Sonny sent him for a hot dog. Oh, well, this, this, this is it. He was so far gone out of the game. He the 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 most value that he could have to the human race was getting everybody a couple of hot dogs with a bit of mustard and ketchup. <laughs> what a pathetic! Like it was pathetic. Yeah, I mean, was. part of me. If he, you know, it was good that he fucked up. If he'd taken out Son and Kane had scored the penalty, it would have been great. But not as good. Not as good. Yeah, but it worked out. So better. I think for the, for the, for for the sake of football, David Luiz did the good thing. And did you see as well after uh, the, the, there's a the, you you'll see it on the in the replays where Sonny runs over to the corner and, and like he's just looking at the Spurs crowd and the camera pans around and he's just tapping yeah. the badge like tapping it phrase with this massive grin and I was just like fucking yeah so Son resonates so high above football fans that my missus and my uh, stepdaughter absolutely love him yeah. and they don't watch football How I mean, can no, he not? My, miss, I know, my missus 
watches football with me, but she loves him. It's his, um, it's his persona and the way he plays football with a smile on his face, and he's happy, and he seems like, you know, he does seem like a really nice guy. And But he hadn't scored a league goal since, like, April or something, so, you know, we'll do one. Shit, man, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I the- saw, I sorry, uh, I, I could have saw it when I was down here, uh, I was reading some article, and uh, I think it was uh, Sonny, Kane, Delhi, and Ericsson haven't started a game, uh, all four of them, in, like, seven months. Is that right? Yeah, a yeah, Premier League game, month. yeah. yeah. Do we even need them to start? Off? Well, I mean, in my mind, it's kind of like that, maybe, that's just starting. Get... That's it. That's yeah. who's going to blow people away, and then when it happens, maybe uh, Sunday. I mean, against against the scum. Oh we, my God. On their gaff. When when you have Son, Ericsson, Kane, and Delhi counter attacking you, you've got you've got speed and you've got fucking brains and you've got finishing ability. I Liverpool talk about their front three being fast and clever, but nothing compares to those guys on the counter attack. They're brilliant. Like as well, uh, uh, we could be here all evening picking different b- bits out, but there was a, this cute little one-two between uh, Ericsson and Son, and then Ericsson rece- uh, Son receives the ball back and kind of he's through, and he, he kind of has a swipe at it and it just misses. Yeah. But you just think if he would have kept that down, yeah. it would have just that back of the net would have bulged. But it's just those types of um, oh, yeah, this is this that is the, being on the same wavelength. That was at one nil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we like we could have picked them six, six, yeah. six or seven. Um, can can we have a just a moment's pause for Sir Jorier? Who yeah. had a blinding game? Yeah, he did. It was great. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. It was it was subtle and c- controlled, and what I loved is the combination between Aurier and Sissoko <laughs> at times where the pressure was on us. Yeah, yeah. and it, there was a very kind of like Aurier took a moment's pace out of the game and just passed a very delicate five yard, ten yard ball forward to Sissoko, who, as we've is famous for, sensibly recycling play. Yeah, in the last three games, and, and he just did it over and over again. It was it was lovely. I mean, all of it was lovely. Yeah. The whole fucking. I thing. kind of, I kind of like Ori in these in these bigger games because I feel that he's just that little bit more experience, and I think he's just that bit more um, physical. And he knows when he's got to focus on a game, and it's a big game. He knows what that he can't get away with uh, making silly mistakes, and maybe in the kind of playing against the the lesser teams, he thinks. Oh, I, I can do a Cruyff turner. I can do this or let it run, and that's when mistakes happen. Um, but he was so kind of focused uh, in the game against Chelsea that he, he played him right. And like when you say um, him and Soko doubling up, uh, defending and getting forward as mm. well, it was like it's a great little kind of uh, partnership on that we're, side. We're as officially well. at the point where we don't we don't mind Soko starting now, are we? Yes, yes. I still I still think Winks is. Is better. I, I'm not. I'm not I've, saying got, I've got no problem with Sissoko starting. No. I'm not saying the wings ain't better. I'm just saying there's no issue with the big man starting. No. I mean, in the last five games, uh, I, know, I know we've been like for, for a, Palace a, away. He was a, fucking... a good, good while. We've been bantering with Sissoko. Uh, but the last Remember we've been bantering, we've been saying he's shit. Yeah, exactly. Get him out of our football game. What the fuck's this player doing here? <laughs> we were wrong again. Last five games, he's been brilliant. He's been, he's been great. It's not even it's great because he was shit and now he's all right. Yeah. He's, he's genuinely been good. <laughs> and I think like for the confidence uh, and the kind of... Uh, Do you feel a little bit bad of the bad stuff you said about him now? 
No, no, no. no, no, no. I would sell him now while his, while his value's oh high. I would God. sell him. <laughs> this is a problem! <laughs> 50 mil, sell him. Would you say 50 mil? Yes. If Newcastle came back in and went, can we have him back for 30? Would you take it? Yeah. 30 mil, no, no, no. Inflation. Would you, no, forget all that shit. Uh, okay. Would you take 30 million for him now if someone bid anyone? Yeah, after three years taking off his contract, yes, for sure. Uh, we've got no one to replace him. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, back in the day... You could have replaced him. Yeah, well, that's true. Oh, I don't know about that, but... Uh, no, I don't think I would. I don't Do you know what? Much, I you know what? Fuck the money. Yeah, Sissoko yeah. could be a £60 million midfielder yeah. by the time Pochettino's fucking finished with him. Yeah. It's all good. Imagine he never leaves us. He retires. He's, he retires a legend. The legend <laughs> at Elaine, Musa Sissoko. The Musa Sissoko stand. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd oh, love man, it that'd be amazing so uh, on a side note we already made one reference to it already but um, obviously there's a lot about Marcus Alonso Spurs fans are very much attached onto this fact that he um, was involved in, in a car accident that um, ended up in another person dying um, obviously there's flags going around uh, M- Marcus Alonso killed a g- girl there's stickers also saying the same thing I- is it too far do you think are we going too far or is this just football banter or is it like I don't know just one of those things like yeah uh, <clears throat> for, for me personally um, in football for the, all the years that I've been going um, any any team it, whether it's your rival or not they will use anything to unsettle a player, unsettle fans, get get under their skin, mm. uh, get get a reaction out of them, uh, and that's that's fine. People can sing and chant and do do whatever they they please um, with, with the songs and stuff like that about Alonso. Like I, I personally, I don't join in. Um, They're not I, even under your breath, like so no one can hear. No. So you know you feel a part of it. <laughs> tapping his foot, yeah. just humming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I what don't. is it? What is the song? You murdered the girl, yeah. Marcus Alonso. So you know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't, yeah, but yeah. you don't sing it. No, no, I don't. I don't no. You're a fucking liar. You can see it in your eyes. You see, you sing it. You sing it when you're doing the washing up. At home. Well, I'm what? Put, when I'm putting the girls to bed. <laughs> Marcus Alonso, you murdered a girl. But uh, yeah, it's. Um, I'll, I'll I'll sing most things, but I'm I'm just uh, I just feel a bit uneasy about that. Yeah, I, I suppose not everybody knows the full facts, but there are some facts that he did do a, a bad thing. Anyway, anything to add, buddy? No, no. I All the things you've done to him. <laughs> I haven't done anything to him, man. I, I think did. that's not true, is it? <laughs> no. Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sing it either. <laughs> I'm only joking. Uh, yes, so um, we've got Inter Milan, haven't we? Uh, massive, massive game. It, we have to beat him by two clear goals uh, to make the game versus Barcelona mean anything. They've won nine in twelve. They're free scoring. I think the only game in the league they've lost is when they had, they went down to ten men against. They got pumped against Atalanta just before they, the international. They were down to 10 men, weren't they? Oh, no. Yeah, they were. Pumped for one. 100% they were. Uh, they rested loads of players at the weekend. And yeah, still they won rested um, the, the striker, um, Icardi and um, what's his name, Perisic as well. And Balde, is that right? Keita Balde, yeah. Yeah, Balde scored two and made an assist as well. So um, there's no denying the fact that they are a decent team. I know, I mean, but Frosinone is shit, like... 
No one listens to that is going to know what you just said. Frozenone. Frozenone. What is that? There's a small team. It's there oh, right. in Serie I thought it was a player. <laughs> yeah, so did I. I thought it was one of one of the midfielders. <laughs> Frozenone is no good. Yeah, Zero distribution. Inter in in bought well in the summer. They, they bought some interesting players. Their, their manager is, is decent. We should have beaten them earlier on in the season when they were still kind of finding their feet. They kick-started their season, didn't it? Yeah, it did. They they had been struggling up until that moment. And, you know, we always knew that PSV would probably be the whipping boys. And uh, the key was thing was to not lose in Milan, and we and we did. We did, but if we beat them by two 0 three one, four two, because then we got to get something from Barcelona. Yeah, we will. Okay, but yeah, that's... we will. But no, no, that's not my worry. They will beat PSV. So, no, that, that doesn't matter. So if we if we beat them by two clear goals and we win in in, in the new camp, okay. we, we go through. Even if they beat PSV. Yes. Okay. What am I wrong? I think so. What? I think we need PSV to do us a favour. No, no. Because no, they beat No, them. no, no, no. You can pause it. Look, look it up. I don't want to pause it. Look it up. I'm looking. I'm Get the table up right now. Because they beat PSV. We've only beaten PSV once. So no, no, it's not. It's not the respective results. The res- results against each other. Yeah, no, but they'll have more points. How many points have they got? Um, what are they on? They got the fuck it. Why are we doing this? No, what, no, no. What have they got? Seven. Yeah, seven points. And we're on four. four. So if we beat them, if we if we beat them, seven seven. No, no, so so yeah yes. So right, if we beat them seven se- se- so that's seven seven. Yeah. But we have to beat them by more than two okay. clear goals, and we beat Barcelona. Yeah. Then it's got. It's oh, well, that's okay then. That's all right then. But no, you're missing the point here, buddy. <laughs> okay. We're going to beat Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. Wait, of course we're going to beat Barcelona. They, look, they're qualified. They're, we're right. So if we beat them by two clear goals, okay. does it make you feel any better? Yeah. If we beat, does it? A little bit, yeah. If we beat them by two clear goals and they go, uh, doesn't matter what they do do against PSV. If we beat Barcelona, if PSV, that's, that's comforting. That's good to know. Yeah. Because like, they're not going to be interested. Messi's not going to play. They they got fucking dicked by... No, they didn't, actually. They, they drew by... Drew, yeah. But they nearly got dicked. <laughs> it was close. And that's <laughs> Just the tip. That's the kid. <laughs> Just the tip. <laughs> All right, we'll leave that there. Uh, but, the you know, we, we could do it. And who knows? PSV might get a result in uh, in Milan. They get they could draw. They could draw. Yeah. And, and, and if we draw in Barcelona, that means we're through. The key is the key is Wednesday night Wembley against them scumbags. All we need is a two-goal result, yeah. and we got it. And then I think they will crumble, yeah. Because Italians, Italians have a history of crumbling under We're pressure. Up. <laughs> I'm changing sides. Mussolini won't. <laughs> he crumbled, didn't he? That's a good idea at the start. <laughs> well, I mean, is that all right to say? Of course it is. It's what, fine. Did, what, what did he say at the start? Well, it was fascism he, at the start, wasn't it? Well, he 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 um, made sport the kind of thing. If you're proud about your football team, they won two World Cups. <laughs> Never take those two World Cups. <laughs> Keeping them. All right, so. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the same, man. Spurs won two league titles yeah, under, could you under Mussolini. You yeah. keep on going. <laughs> Jeremy Hitler was your prime minister, and we won two World Cups and been proud of those two. World Cups. England would not give them back, man. I'm not saying we'd give them back. Let's leave it there. <laughs> uh, something new for you for, for half time. Winnie's going to feature on Thursday's pod, uh, but this week Alex took his dad to Wembley for the first time. Um, his dad, George, is, is actually a Bristol Rovers fan, I think, uh, who obviously has a fondness for Spurs through Alex from Bristol, but he isn't a fan. Uh, what you're about to hear is his and his lad's experience 
during and after the game against Chelsea. Just for a bit of context, context in some of the audio not included in this segment, Bardi has explained XG to Alex's dad, who obviously doesn't give a fuck about it at all. Uh, given the fact that it's Alex's dad and he's unaware and unimpressed by the concept, oh, and uh, they've all had a drink, as, as have I. <laughs> right now, I'm fucking pissed, to be honest. Uh, this is going to be funny, because uh, especially the first part of this... You two make me so happy. The way, <laughs> the way you're talking, I'm like, this is why we started fighting co- co- podcasts. No I can't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it's half time at Wembley. Fucking hell. Get in and get right up them. I'm, I'm scared at how good that was. It's uh, not sustainable. George, tell us your thoughts. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Yeah, very... Uh, Bit of a worry we never took that last chance just before after. Look at him saying we! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah, you gotta you got bring me again, boy! <laughs> uh, what do you think of Wembley's in terms of stadium? First time you've been in the new ground and. Yeah, good, we've got a seat right at the back, we I can sit down, stand up whenever I want. Yeah, good. That's good, that's good. Dad said, just what everyone to say, when Larice, Larice made that save, my dad turned to me and said, that's an XG. That's a good XG right there. I go. I would talk about some tactical shit that Delhi. No, no one cares. Cal. Delhi is all up in Jorginho's face. Jorginho, who is the metronome, as we've mentioned before, can't do anything. Delhi's playing the greatest game of football I've ever seen him play. Uh, Ricky. Right. Yeah. Everyone's always excited to hear from you. Tell us. I got. I, I got nothing to say. I'm just. I'm too excited. I'm like a. You know, like oh mate, that that first half of football was the best I've seen in a long time. Like when, when we play against Barcelona, you you want us to start from the whistle, like the, from the get go, straight out of the traps, get straight straight into them, show them what you're about. And unfortunately, that hasn't happened in the bit of, like the bigger games for us in this game. It was like the you know lightly struck twice, just up and at them. They, 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 it was they, they, they were suffocated by our pressing, and they just could not move. Uh, and we were there, and every all right, extra inch. All right, all right. What? What? Sorry, you put me off like Tottenham. Like Tottenham suffocated me. That's good. Right. Uh, well, we're not going to jinx it now by talking about it anymore. But uh, full time. Anything's changed about what you think that full time result will be, George? No, I think it'll be two-one Tottenham. No. Fuck's sake, two-one. So you mean we're gonna have to suffer for like a half hour of shite? Well, they're gonna come at us now, aren't they? Look, are you saying us as well? We've done it. We've done it. We said we and us at the same time, Rick. Fuck it out. Right, we'll see you afterwards. Well, fuck me. Let's have some of that, George. Yes, what a day that has been. Yes, what a wonderful evening and what a lovely game of football. Cracker. What? Uh, what was the highlights for you? Obviously, other than, than the goals, the standout performances. Soul, Soul's goal was for Soul, me, yeah. not Soul. Soul. Jesus Christ, son, you mean? Son, I mean, yeah. And the fullback, Serge Aurier. Yeah, I you were really impressed with him, weren't you? Yeah, very impressed. Yeah. It was. Uh, what about him impressed you? What? What was? What was his? I just thought he had a great game. Yeah, nothing got past him really, and I just thought he. he I don't think he done anything wrong at all. I'm not. Uh, I, I haven't been Serge Aurier's biggest fan, so uh, I, I must say there, there wasn't a player that had a bad game today. It was uh, absolutely fantastic. Atmosphere was good as well. Yeah. Really, really, really loved it. 
You spoil. I think I might have been spoiled. Uh, that's the best performance I can remember. I mean, to be fair, we've had performances recently, but just not had the results. And I think maybe everything clicked tonight, you know. So that was uh, that was fucking yeah. strong. You can come again, old man. Yeah, I want to come again. So uh, <laughs> might cramp your style now. I might have to come a, a lot more often. Right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed it. We've just tried to give you a little taste of what today's been like with uh, with a neutral uh, coming in to see watch Spurs and fuck me, what a performance he got to watch. So. Uh, We'll see you again. Uh, give back to the pod and uh, look out for more. Plenty of stuff coming from the Fighting Cock. All right, see you later. Second up for the Fighting Cock podcast. Hope you enjoyed that. It's a little um, change in pace yeah. from Windy's Youth Update. Although Windy's Youth Update last week about Onomo was really interesting. Yeah, It's the only one I haven't skipped in about three years. <laughs> if, um, if Windy's got your back, he's probably got your back for life. Well, you were saying he's got an agenda. For Onomo, well, he 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 really likes Onomo and he believes in him and he's got his back forever. We were talking about in in, in the break about um, if we could sign Kante, who isn't working at Chelsea despite signing a new contract, who would win the league? Yeah, I yeah. believe that. What? Who would he take the place of Dyer? Dyer. Would he take the place of Harry Kane? Kante. Up front, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just give, it, give him a go. <laughs> Just give him a go. Um, where are we? This is a good start. Uh, Glenn Hoddle's recovered. Is back at home uh, after uh, his, yeah. his uh, cardiac arrest, which is fucking great news. Uh, it'd be great to see him back on BT Sport very, very soon. Um, we've got some questions here from uh, James C. Harris, ninety-seven. He says, "In post-Brexit Britain, the people's uprising morphs into a cruel di- dictatorship that d- decrees all porn is bought banned." We can do, <clears throat> buddy. Mindies. You won't, you won't be able to do mindies. You've, you've gone too far down that rabbit, rabbit hole. Uh, you now have to rely on an alternative means of uh, visual stimulus. Well, you can write this guy, can't you? Oh, actually, James has actually done some writing for he us. He used to yeah. blog for us regularly. Yeah. Then uh, he left us. Do, do, wait, where did he go? He went to... Um, he started blogging for Statman. Fuck it. Who is this snake? And never came back. I, I, met, I met James, actually. <laughs> uh, met the the well. Blogging Awards, I think he was. Uh, he's a lovely young man, but you, you left us. You snake. Uh, so if you want to get back in our good books, write more articles for the fighting cock. Uh, what is your go-to image or video in a mo- of a moment in Tottenham history that you use to get your sweet release? I would say I- I've got lots, but Louise disappear- disappearing <laughs> past pa- son. It was, it was so funny. It's like, where's he gone? <laughs> He's just, he's not only getting hot dogs, he's got his own stand. He's got his hot dog van. He's giving the hot dogs away. He's got that one of those trays. Yeah, yeah. He's, I can't get rid of them. I can't get rid of the hot dogs. I've got nothing to do now because I'm out of the game. I'm well out of it. Son's just sold me down the river. Who wants free hot dogs? <laughs> I once sold hot dogs at... Um, Did you really? At Fulham. What? <laughs> at what? Cottage. What do you mean? No, I was I was studying at the time and I needed some money to tide me over and I was working at Fulham and you could choose kind of like what you wanted to sell so I'd get a bag of hot dogs. Well, what was the alternative? So I've been hot dogs. Um, beer. So you'd sell beer. Oh, my, so you chose hot dogs over beer? Yeah, it's a lot less stressful than right, selling I, hot dogs. I appreciate it. Like, crack open cans at <laughs> half-time uh, bottles for people. So what what moment in the Spurs' history could you knock one out to? So, <clears throat> at the moment, my th- firm favourite, uh, going back to, is that uh, that clip recently released of Harry Kane scoring against Arsenal to make it 2-1 where there's no commentary, yeah. it's just crowd. Yeah, I would say uh, that. Yeah. And you hear the roar of when uh, uh, 
Delhi gets the ball back and I think he back heels it to Kane. Yeah. And, and, and like, there's, there's oh. a big roar and it's kind it's of like, like oh, on. come on, come on. And then, uh, oh my God! <laughs> exactly. There, there, there's, and, then, and then it goes into that and every time, man, like just watching that, you just, I just remember being there and hearing the roar at the time and yeah. just reliving it, man. It's absolutely fucking insane. Buddy, what you got? For me, is, um, it has to be the 91 semi-final. That is my one of my defining moments of my football life. But I was you, you must have been like six years old. No, I was t- 10. 10 years old. Oh, we're the same age, weren't we? Yeah. yeah I was, ten, uh, 10 years old. 10-year-old <laughs> yeah. kids. I was a Spurs fan, mm. but that just... You I, bet, know. I bet he was probably fudding away at your dick at that time. Well, I didn't even know what to do with my dick then. <laughs> <laughs> it was just quite You know what? It's a shame that you don't know what to do with your dick. <laughs> but it was 10 years old and seeing that, and Arsenal, won, they won the league that year. They were, I'm pretty sure they won the league that year. And yeah, they, they, they did, were, yeah. They were a good team, and you know, winning that the way we did with Gaza so involved and Lineker so involved, it was amazing. Do you know the moment I keep going back to is, is the Genus goal in that 5-1 win in the League Cup? Just in the first two minutes, it's surrounded by Arsenal players, he emitting that shot and it going in off the post, and Spurs yeah. fans going mental. That that that's the moment for me. That that it was because it was before we had all of the good stuff we've got now. Yeah, and we deserved it. We know. We I'm not sure if we deserved it, but we would do it. Yeah, like yeah. there are. It was that 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 moment that I thought that maybe God did create the world, and maybe He was looking <laughs> down on us. And then he looks at all the Spurs fans and go, "You look all right. You deserve this. I'm going to make Genesis shot go in off the post." And uh, for that reason, I can wank off to it. Yeah. Yep. I go with all those. Uh, Rorick on uh, Reddit, he says the question gets asked a lot if it's okay to sleep with a woman if she's a gooner, uh, as do a lot of its variants. Very good point. As a gay man, I want to know the real truth. Is it okay to sleep? Uh, with a literal senior squad Woolwich player. Kalasniac is thick with a double C and I don't think I'd turn him down if he propositioned me. But I, I don't see myself doing anything more than a pure hate fuck. I mean, I think we, we, we've said about... We have talked about this a lot. And um, firstly, hate fuck, I'm not sure if it's an okay thing. I wouldn't get involved in it myself. But um, I think love is love, but this isn't love. Yeah. So therefore, you should. The, the life's, life's about sacrifice. You do the best thing or the right thing when you're sacrificing something that you want in the very kind of literal, sort of physical sense. So even if Kalasniac is. Is that right? Kalasniac? Kalasniac, um, if he propositioned you, um, I, I think the best thing to do would be to turn him down. I, I think I'd agree. I'd say uh, love for love, not love for hate. Yeah, because hate fucks, uh, uh, nothing good comes from that. Nah. Does it, buddy? No, but I think if he... I think, <laughs> I'm thinking about the question. If he, if it, Maybe not Kalasiach, but say he like met a Bamiyang and they fell in love, then I think it's okay for him to have but, sex with a Bamiyang. But by the tone of it... <laughs> uh, do you think? Yeah, because he's not Arsenal, is he? <clears throat> but I, I think by the, the structure of his question, he's more interested in a, a big guy. Okay. Doing the Roger in. Okay. I, I might be wrong. And I can't imagine Abamyang being on the giver end of that scenario. I think very much he'd be a receiver. Yeah. Which isn't an insult. No. It's just is what it is. 
Uh, to, to be honest, though, on a, on on one night, just get your, get your rocks off. Don't worry about yeah. don't worry about football. Just crack yeah, on, really. Go for it, man. Because if you're on a night out or you're in a in a sauna or you on grinder or whatever it is, just fill your boots. Yeah, yeah. I mean these are big athletes who enjoy himself. Yeah, and if if somehow, <clears throat> yeah, if somehow that you get an opportunity to bang Kalasniach, then. Uh, I wouldn't judge you for it. Would you have sex with a girl, a lady who plays for Arsenal Ladies? Um, probably, yeah. yeah. No, there wouldn't be a problem. I, I, I spent a relatively small amount of time around Alex Scott, who is uh, a lesbian, but is very attractive. And it, when I, the, the few moments where I might have looked at her and thought she's very attractive, I didn't once think, oh, she captained Arsenal. <laughs> Ladies U team. So that, that probably tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> uh, Big Davey, uh, BG19, he says, would Mourinho win the league with a Spurs squad? In my opinion, Mourinho at Spurs would be a Sam Allardyce at Everton. So many players at Spurs have struggled and needed coaching and faith of Poch. Jose is a type of guy to cook a microwave dinner and tell you it's a gourmet meal made from scratch. I, 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 I don't know. Um... There was, a, there was a time when I thought Mourinho would have won the league with us. Um, I think we probably would have won an FA Cup or a League Cup or something <coughs> under Mourinho. I don't think he's got it in him at the moment to, to be able to shape this A squad to win the league. You saw how much money he spent at Manchester, City, uh, Manchester United and he's been unable to do anything. So I don't think he would win us the league, but he would probably win us a cup. He has no right to manage his side because this uh, side has been built in Poch's image. Yeah. So there's, I mean, the question is, doesn't make a lot of sense. I know it comes from an original tweet from some fucking football Twitter dickhead who says uh, Mourinho would win the league with Pochettino's side, but Pochettino's built that side. Pochettino has a right to manage Tottenham and manage the players. If Mourinho came in now, looking at the, if anything, he would undo the good work that Pochettino's done. Yeah, imagine what Mourinho would have done to Sissoko. Look how he calls out Luke Shaw. He would have said, he would have said terrible things to um, Sissoko. Yeah, he would have done, wouldn't he? Yeah. And not just Shaw, it was uh, Rashford uh, recently. Yeah, Martial. Uh, Martial. Uh, there's, there's a couple of others as well. He's just like, Mourinho's like, I, I, I've gone from being a big Mourinho fan to thinking I don't want him anywhere near our football club. I think as well, like, um, like you're saying, like, the, the team plays uh, like in, uh, they've brought into Poch's philosophy how he wants to play football, and uh, a lot of our uh, players are quite attacking. Like you know that the front four, how would Mourinho handle that front? Like he wouldn't be he wouldn't give uh, Delhi that free role, and he wouldn't mm. give like other players like Sonny to kind of like drift off on the left and stuff like that. It would be a lot more boring kind of. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be more like AVB esque, like the, the strangulation of the game, slow yeah. it right down, and just kind of. I just don't think it would work. And like, like you were saying, there, there are times where, um, in uh, when we've been in that moment, like FA Cup semi final against United and stuff like that, mm. would Mourinho's tactics of uh, nullifying, drawing the game out, and stuff like that, and uh, playing the way that he does, uh, it may, may have got us into a final yeah. from those points. But as, as a league uh, and, and to watch us week in, week out, nah, I'm all right, mate. <clears throat> um, strangulation has been a theme in in, in the last day or two. Given the fact, this. Well, I'm going to talk to Bardi in a second. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> 
Uh, we strangula- strangulated uh, uh, Chelsea's midfield. We strangulated uh, Jorginho's ability to play football in midfield. And come Sunday, um, we're going to strangulate Torreira. Yeah. Are we? I think so. so I, think, little, I, think, squeeze. I think we need to, to preview the Arsenal game now because on um, on Wednesday I'm going to be talking about it with my old man. Yeah. And I'm not sure how that podcast is going to go because I don't know much about football. I'm, I kind of fumbled my way through it. My dad knows less. Like He knows nothing other than, yeah, we're all right. <laughs> and he, he's one of the guys that screams forward at a football match. So let, let's look forward to Arsenal. Um, we... Actually, we're doing a live show, the Fighting Cock uh, forward slash social. We're not sure if we're doing a live show yet. I'm not 100% sure people want to hear us talk in that, in that moment up and, up and uh, up into the North London derby. But um, it's sold out completely. You can't oh get God. a ticket. So if you want a ticket to the Fighting Cock social versus Arsenal, you can't get one. It's done. All gone. Yeah, all gone. Put so, up StubHub. Well, I mean, oh, really? Because you're the kind of guy that will sign up. Twenty quid. No, there, there, there are no tickets. There, there's nothing left. And you, like, like in the run up to the game, we can maybe get you one if you retweet. If you tweet us, we'll retweet it. But as it stands, three hundred and fifty yids in one fucking place against them scumbags. Nice. And our record of doing these five got socials is so bad. <laughs> I think we've won one game. In three years. Yes, it was the Dortmund, Dor- Dortmund game. Away. We won Dortmund away. Um, and we so- kind of won against Juve. It was 2-2. <laughs> I- kind of won morally. So that's the old mentality of Spurs. <laughs> we won, we won with, with, with the moral victors. Yeah. But then in 1882, we used to lose all the time Yeah, well. so I, I think that... I, I don't genuinely believe that we are part of the problem. No. But we have to keep going because people love this shit. And I love it. I love being a part of it. Yeah, and I love amazing. Being, I love being in one room... Surrounded by other Spurs fans, and we all want the same thing. Yeah. So imagine what it's going to be like on ninety minutes when we dick these cunts. Maybe two nil, three nil. It would be incredible, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's going to be. And we've done it before. And we can do it again. So, just, just hold tight. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you look at the two teams, uh, Chelsea and Arsenal, there is there's more weaknesses in that Arsenal team than there was. In that there was in the Chelsea team so I think there's definitely places where we can punish them they played at high line we've got Sun Delhi. we've got people who can exploit it so it, I think it's going to be an open game yeah absolutely yeah I think it, uh, yeah I think you're absolutely but, right. I think it's going to be an open game but I don't feel at the moment from what I've seen uh, I, uh, have they got that grit and determination uh, when the going gets tough uh, when it's put on them I, I I don't think they do. What, Rick, what do you think about a centre back pairing of Toby Alderweireld and uh, Jan Vertonghen? Uh, it would uh, it, it, it would uh, you know it, it's, it's, it's going to be to throw to throw Jan back in against uh, at that game. Get in there! <laughs> and Foy's been doing so well, so it's tough. No, I love him. I love him. I want to make love to him, but. Fucking big Toby Alderweireld and Van, uh, Jan Vertonghen. Yeah. That, that defence doesn't concede. It does not concede. Mate, touch Get wood. Both, but no, it's not touch wood. The fucking stats prove it. What about um, Jan and Foyf? Because Alderweireld has been a bit wobbly. No. They're, I mean... Look, 
Barney, I'm stead, I'm steadfast in in that the belief that that's the, our best centre back. I what, agree what, with what, you. So what, why are you? What, I agree with you. What, is it for the audience? Just is asking it? you a question. Well, you are you're asking me a question, but what are you what are you really asking? What are you trying to do? What's your what's your agenda underneath the, the <laughs> I don't have an agenda. I, mean, I, I, I don't ask fucking stupid <laughs> questions. Sorry, I'm not no. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But you're happy though. Yeah, I'm you? gonna sulk now. No, you're happy about uh, Jan Vertonghen and Navarro's playing together. But I always get worried about a player who's been out for a long time and then throwing him back in. Not that long. Not that long. It's been a while. It's fine. Yeah, it's been. It's fine. It'll, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. What's the midfield though? Vertonghen. Uh, what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, Eric Dyer. Is it Sissoko again? I think I think Sissoko plays. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is going to be there? Harry Wings. Harry Wings on the bench. Yeah. It could, so it could if you if you had a choice between Sissoko and Wings, who would it be? Um, the fact this is even a question <laughs> is fucking mental. Yeah, it is. Um, it's got to be Harry Wings, come on, boys. Well, it's tough because the, the reason why uh, that at the moment, like Sissoko has that confidence and that in a, in a game like this. You need bodies, and he's he's he gives his body up. He'll be flying into challenges. He'll be doing any kind of dirty work. He'll he'll be all over anything and everything, which is what we need in these types of games. And uh, Winks coming in, he might be a bit caught cold. Don't know. Don't know. It's tough. It's, if you look at the the two of them, you think Harry footballing Winks- abilities. Yeah, yeah, Harry Winks. All day long. Well, I was thinking more, if you look at the gay scene, it's, it's been a theme <laughs> for a long time. Not a long time. The last couple of weeks of the Fighting Got podcast. Um, if you think they've got like a bear yeah. in Sissoko and a twink in Harry Winks, who do you want? Do you want the subtlety of a twink or the aggressiveness of a bear? Who knows? I think we play Sissoko and we continue using him in his kind of bulldozer role and Ericsson plays a little bit deeper who was brilliant against Chelsea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Rorick, uh, let us know who you want in your middle centre. Um, and, and, uh, and and that's it from the Fighting Cup podcast. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> I, I've, I've drunk a lot of alcohol. What does thick stand for? I think in, in a woman's sense, it's uh, a lady with a big behind yeah thickly set yeah which is lovely yeah that's my sexual preference is it yeah i love a, a woman with, i mean my missus has a big behind <laughs> and uh, i love her for it but not just because of that she's a lovely <laughs> person as well uh yeah someone is um it's a it's a a, a wider woman <laughs> i don't know in the gay sense i don't know what it means I, like when he, he said thick it's like that's sexually attractive but he looks like an animal that guy so might be, yeah, I'd say thickly set, you know, upright. That, that in the gay scene, yeah. yeah. But let us know, uh, Rorick, uh, what, what, uh, of all the categories that we talked about in terms of the gay scene, where it would be cub, beaver, bear, gym cub, gym bear, and all the other things twink, little twink, big twink, <laughs> granddad twink. <laughs> let us know where Kalastniach fits in that. Uh, I've got nothing else, boys. Thank you very much for coming down. Mate, it's been enjoyable. I, 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 from watching that game on Saturday to reliving it now, mm. a pleasure. Yes! It's all mine. And we're going to fucking do it now. Come on, you Spurs! And we're going to do fucking Arsenal. Come on, you Spurs! Because yeah. we've always had this, haven't we? we yeah! Had, we've, had this, we've had these little moments in our history. We've had uh, uh, like a series of games 
Where it's all turned up fucking gravy for us. Turned up roses, not gravy. The gravy <laughs> don't come up from the ground. <laughs> but we've done well, haven't we, in these Yeah. yeah. So what are we going to do? Fucking do more. Smash him! Smash him where? Up the arse! In the arses! <laughs> in the game in the arse! Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com protect. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.